Hey guys, I'm Court. I'm also Court. And I'm Kate. And you're listening to Season 2, Episode 5 of The The Castle Chat. Hey, Castle Chat listeners, welcome back. Today we are back with episode five, which is the one with dot, dot, dot. This is usually our episode where we bring in a special guest. And today we have our special guest, Courtney, with her small business, Foster the Magic Co. We are super excited to jump in today with an interview with her and kind of ask her all her things about her business and her life and how she's connected to the Disney community. So let's jump on in. so happy you're here with us how are you hi i'm so happy also i'm doing well how are y'all we oh. are always good when we are talking about disney oh so yeah we have been super eager to learn behind the scenes of small shops we talk about them all the time and they're obviously something that we're passionate about and so you are officially our first small shop interview and we couldn't be happier to have you on with us we are super, super excited to have you and to be doing something for the very first time, learning all the technical you know, difficulties behind the scenes. Definitely is a lot that goes into making all these pieces happen. Um, we are doing this through a little bit of FaceTime and some connected different microphones, so it's definitely fun to try something a little different. Yeah. Courtney, why don't you just jump right in and give everybody a little bit of information, introduction about yourself and your shop? So... My name is Courtney. I am from North Carolina, and I started Foster the Magic Co. about three years ago. Um, Decided that I needed a little extra magic in my life and wanted to spread it around to everyone else, too. So I started up the shop as a little side hobby of my full-time job. I work in the medical field. Um, So it's a little extra something creative to do on the nights and weekends away from the hectic 9 to 5. I feel like we automatically connect on so many levels. Court and I are both from North Carolina. I'm also in the medical field, and I love Disney, so it all just clicks. (laughs) Makes sense. I am not in the medical field, (laughs) but you guys do your thing. (laughs) So what would you say sparked your idea to open your business besides just wanting a little bit more magic? Is there anything else that really went into sparking this idea to start your own small business? Yeah, um, so when Colt, my boyfriend, and I started going to Disney together, um, I always wanted to have every outfit for every day to be something special and do like a little minimalist Disney bound. And it grew from there because I started doing them for myself and then a friend would see it and be like, hey, I want some too. And then another friend would see it and it just snowballed. And I realized, like, I I want to share magic with others. And this is a great spot to do it. I have a little knack for it. And Colt was 100% behind me the whole time. He's also creative brains to, to the whole thing. And uh, so we one day just sat down and we're like, what's something that we could do? And I just started cutting fabric, putting it together. And here we are. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's so exciting. I love that you saw that as a dream went after it and here you are you've been doing it for this long now and i'm sure for the years to come too and all the new designs that are going to come out which is going to be super super exciting tell us about your design process so you said you kind of cut fabric put it together and there it is i obviously think that you have a knack for designing these things if you were doing them and your friends were like um that's pretty cool make one for me so (laughs) what what's that process like for you in terms of not just putting things together but also choosing like what print or fabric you think it works well is there anything specific to that process that is something you think from behind the scenes people don't really realize goes on yeah i would love to say that we have this like massive vision board in our house and we have brainstorming ideas but really it's we're watching disney movies we're at the parks we see what people like and it'll just 
come to us. Um, I'll spark an idea like sitting on the couch, tell Cole and he will tell me how I should do it. Um, we'll go browsing through fabric shops and go through the lines and see like, oh, do we like this fabric? What could we do with it? Like, this is fun. Um, some of our more popular designs were uh, honestly a stroke of luck that I was looking at another small shop and chatted with her and she was like, look, I have this fabric. I think it might work well. And that was four parks. And um, so that was just kind of a, I, I want to say again that we had this big brainstorming ideas, but they just kind of come to us and we'll talk it out between Colt and I. And if we like it, we go for it. We try it out. If not, we scrap it and we don't talk about it again. But <laughs> a lot of ours, uh, it's just really like you see a fabric and it speaks to you or you see a Disney character and you're like, hmm, what fabric could go for, well for her? Like what princess, what does, uh, colors and whatnot so we don't have a set design process it's really like whatever comes to our mind at that time we want to try it so when it comes to your fabric are you mostly finding it in the fabric stores or are you finding it more online like i see some like designs and they're such unique fabric and i'm like does that is that just existing in like joann's or something or like <laughs> where like it's it blows my mind like the type of fabric that's out there where do you feel like you find most of that fabric so Hobby Lobby knows us by name. Um, we go there every Saturday morning <laughs> and we browse. Um, but also it's a lot of hours spent online looking at Etsy, um, looking at other, there's fabric shops online that are kind of like Etsy where they have small creators that will put their designs up and you can buy fabric off of them of their specific design. Um, so in walking through the Hobby Lobby aisles, it's it's a great way to start. Yeah. Um, but it, there is a lot of time spent online looking at other small creators. And again, back to the four parts, that's a small creator. Um, the Purple Wall fabric and the Epcot fabric, they mm -hmm. were all created by other small shops that allow me to buy the fabric off of them. That's so really cool. So I really cool. like that rather than just like going to Joanne's or whatever and finding a fabric that anybody could find. I like going online and finding the small ones that somebody created and will allow me to spread that for them. Yeah, that's that's so awesome. I never, yeah. even, I never even thought about that even being an option, which is so cool that there are even businesses out there where they're making fabric designs of Disney like, I don't know, does he thinks? <laughs> yeah, no, it's really cool to collaborate with other creatives out there. And I, I, I also hadn't really thought about the idea of what you do allows you to promote somebody else's business in itself, which is really great. I mean, it's kind of a round robin full circle. It's of, the circle of life. It's the <laughs> circle of life. I'm sorry, you were talking about circles and I was like, I got There's to save Disney it. <laughs> There's always a Disney oh, reference and everything. For so. sure. Well, speaking about your ears, how long would you say it takes you to actually make a pair of ears from like start to finish? Start to finish. Uh, when Boston the Magico first started, uh, we were looking at like an hour more than. Uh, we have drastically cut that back to about 30 minutes or so. If I can sit down and zone out, like listen to a podcast, listen to Sorcerer Radio, I'm good. I'm golden. I can I can knock one out in 30 minutes, but if you distract me, it's going to take me about an hour. <laughs> wow, that's, I mean, that's some energy and time that you're putting into each set of ears. I mean, yeah. There's so much magic and love in every single one of them. I, they are each personally cut by both Colt and I and put together by us. Yeah. And that's, that's the great thing about a small shop. Like, we just get to pour our love and our heart into Aww, that for yeah. Yeah, it's not one of the mass-produced Disney set of ears. I know. Where they, like, you see in the store and you're like, this glue is going to fall off in two minutes. <laughs> yeah. No, that's really cool. I That's one of the reasons why I love supporting and promoting small shops is mm -hmm. it's uh, you have a full-time job like you go to work every day and then you come home and you're pouring so much into this small business and um, allowing your love for Disney to be put into mm -hmm. something that not only you know maybe here and there gives you a little financial benefit but also it's benefiting so many people by making them happy and feel unique and special on their trips that's really neat 
Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, that's it right there is making someone happy. And I get so many messages from moms that are like, my, these were for mother daughter trips or my daughter is getting married. She graduated. She's five years old and these made her trip. And that, that's it right there. Like I, I spend all day Sunday making these for people to have that special moment. And I get to say, Hey, I brought magic to their magical yeah. day and I made it even more special for them. That's so awesome. Do people oh. send you pictures? Like those moms, are they sending you pictures being like, here's my little five-year-old in her ears? <laughs> yes, they make my day. I had somebody actually, it's my favorite shot picture and I'll probably have to share it again soon. Um, somebody threw their dog a birthday party and I made their dog ears. Oh my gosh. Okay, Penny's birthday next year. Okay, yep. I already on it <laughs> making it happen i got you oh my gosh that is amazing that is so so fun oh my gosh yes please share that picture soon we, i would like to see that personally yes absolutely <laughs> so fun okay so jumping into specifically we've talked a lot about the fun sides what's the hardest side of having a small business and being in this realm of i i think it's particularly for the ears like knowing that disney has seen that people have gotten creative and made ears and now they're like coming out with all of this stuff what is one you know the hardest part of owning a small shop and two like what are your thoughts on disney kind of specifically targeting what you do in their own shops I think the hardest thing for me and a lot of other small shops that I, I have connected with and I talk to is uh, the comparison game. It's we, I love what I, I do it for the fun of it, but I also want to see the business flourish and I want to make an impact. And it does get really frustrating, I guess is the right word, when you do see someone else doing better or coming out with a an amazing perfect product and i applaud them like that's i love that i will build up any small shop because it takes a lot of heart and blood sweat and tears for sure um but it is it's hard personally because you'll sit there and you're like oh like i wish i could have done that but then you you dust yourself off and you're like what else can I do? What can I bring to the table to make mine stand out? And with Disney ramping up their ears over the past couple years, um, they have taken from a lot of small shops. And the regular person going to Disney that's not on the Disney Insta like we are they're not listening to the podcast they're not watching the YouTube live streams they don't realize it they go to the parks one time every 5-10 years and they're like oh this is a great product like I'm going to buy it up and they don't realize that there was a shop that worked for months on months mm. creating this design and Disney was able to take it from them because it is it's Disney's baby like they're allowed we're the ones that are kind of skirting by but it, it is really hard to see that and it it's really um it's just tough to see other small shops that are hindered by Disney taking their designs yeah yeah for I, sure. I totally get that and I feel like I've I I don't own a small shop but I definitely um go into these Disney merchandise stores and I see a pair of ears I'm like I feel like I saw something so similar on mm. this small shop and I know specifically um BB Brooke she's kind of one of the OG ear makers and her rose gold ears there was like a whole hoopla when Disney put rose gold ears in their merchandise store and people were really incredible in supporting her and saying hey we see what happened we understand that this is probably hurtful that you work so hard and you created something that people really liked and Disney took note of that and now you know is producing it for themselves 
But the other side of that is like, I go on your site, I see your ears. I don't see that in the Disney shops. And so that's what I'm attracted to. I'm like, oh my gosh, I see 20,000 people with the same set of ears because it's what's available in the merchandise stores. And so that's what I want to keep pushing with these small shop shout outs and, and getting people to recognize people like you who put so much effort into creating something that's unique and yeah. individualized. So when I am, I, I it's one of my favorite parts of my Disney trips when someone stops me and says, where did you get those? And I'm like, you can't get them here. Yeah, like, <laughs> let me show you where you can get them from. That's so smart. We walk around the parks and it's, I mean, we all love people watching. That's one of our favorite things to do while we're at Disney. And I look at ears and I see 20 people walk by and they have these same pair of ears that just came out from Disney that probably look a little lopsided, to be honest. I then I look and I'm like, there's a small shop here. Like I can find that one. It looks like someone took their time. They made sure everything was covered, all the seams. There's not a thread out of place. And I'm like, they care about the product that they're selling to others. And that makes me really happy. I, I love seeing small shops out in the wild. Not not just ours, but like any small shops. I'm like, you go girl, you go boy, like whatever whatever. You you did that. You are part of someone's magical trip. And mm-hmm. it's not just, you know, I walked into a Disney store and I grabbed a pair of ears because I'm here for the first time ever. It's a special connection with somebody else. Absolutely. Yeah, that's so neat. And I would just continue to encourage you and what you do because I know that there are probably tough times and frustrating times, but what you do matters and you do make magic. Thank so <laughs> we love we, so good. <laughs> uh, we love what you do. And that's why we're so happy to be able to interview you and get people to be able to hear, you know, how I don't think people understand, you know, the difference between a mass produced, you know, Disney merchandise product and a small shop product. And like you said, the love and care that goes into them just makes that buy feel so much more valuable to me. We have a connection. Like you've seen me, I'm a real person. Like I, I put so much heart and passion to everything that I do. And when someone buys that, it's like they're recognizing it. And they're yeah. like, I see you. Like, I want to support you. And that just is the best feeling. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, taking a little bit of a shift here off of the business topic, more on just personal for you. Um, how did you become a Disney fan? Uh, I have to thank my mama for that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sure she's going to listen to this and get all teary eyed. Um, but she, when I was younger, uh, my most fondest and strongest memories that I have from a little girl is watching Disney movies at, while my mom was working. She was a, a cosmetology instructor and she was at the school all the time. I was with her all the time and I would sit in the little waiting room and watch Little Mermaid or Lion King. <laughs> and those are some of the best memories that I have. That and you know, going to the Disney store and seeing the massive plush mountain. Oh, the plush mountain. That was was the greatest thing. And I remember seeing that as a little girl, like seeing the princesses and all the fun characters just being so strong. And I'm like, I I want to incorporate that in my life. Like I want to make sure I'm that strong and I help others. And so like as a little girl, it kind of like shaped me and how I grew up. And I have to thank my mom for that. She was a, a strong, independent woman. And she raised me and my brother um, as a single mom for a few years until my wonderful stepdad came along. But uh, she she's the one that taught me that. Taught me like, if you want to be that strong princess, you go for it. And so that, that it just, we've always incorporated Disney ever since then. And luckily I met someone the the love of my life who I groped him into coming to Disney and he fell in love with it too. So it worked out in the best way possible. That's so awesome. That is so great. Oh, that's so sweet. That is funny though. The whole like 
grew up in the Moonblade, you are going to love this because I love this. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Like, the first trip that we took, he didn't understand. He had a good friend, and I'm sure she's probably listening to this, like, oh, I told him he'd love Disney. <laughs> but she heard her family went to Disney all the time. They actually just moved from North Carolina, I think, like, last year to Orlando to be at Disney all the time. And she always told him, like, it's a wonderful place. Like, it's there's nothing like it. He was like, ah, nah. Like, there's no way. It's for kids. And then I was like, no, let's go. Like, let's let's do it. Like, I haven't been since I was a little girl. I want to go again as an adult. It, we weren't, we haven't left that trip, and we're already planning another one and getting annual passes. Like... <laughs> I love he, it. He was stuck. Oh, yeah. I 100% relate. <laughs> My husband was the same way where we went on a trip together. He hadn't been since he was little. I grew up going to Disney lots, and it was just like as soon as he experienced it, it clicked for him why I loved it so much. And now he is equally as involved and enthusiastic about going to Disney as I am. We're still working on it. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, can do it. Like, let's just go my boyfriend my boyfriend does love Star Wars. We went in October and he just absolutely adored Galaxy's Edge and had such a great time. Now I think the crowds were a little much for him, and he was like, well, we're going back next year with, with a friend of ours um, as, like, their wedding gift. We're, we're gifting them tickets to, to the parks, and he said, you know, after that trip, he needs, like, a two-year break from Disney, and I'm like, well, we're going to just slowly, we're going to we're gonna work on this. Yeah. Like, I know he's probably listening right now. We love you, Jen. We love you. Um, you're going to come to Disney all work. the time. Um, but, yeah, I told him, I was like, well, if you don't want to go, that's okay. I'm still going to go, I guess. <laughs> Still gonna go. Yeah, absolutely. But I know that he he knows what he signed up for, so yeah. he. Um, okay, they still love us. That's all that matters. Absolutely, he's such a trooper, and um, I know that he definitely had a good time. So I'm excited for our memories to come. I'm sensing a North Carolina couple trip. Oh. This I think that would be a great idea. That would be fun. We could all drive down there or fly. I prefer to fly personally, but that's obviously more expensive. So, yeah. Yeah, Jed likes to drive. Jed's like, let's drive. And I'm like, okay, sure. (laughs) We drive every time and we leave at like 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. It's a long drive, but like, it's worth it. Yeah, you guys, when did you leave? When you went last, you left at like 8 p.m., right? So when I... I have a alternating schedule. I work early mornings and I work late and sometimes. And so uh, we ended up having to leave on one of my late days. So we left at like 7.30 at night. <laughs> we drove until we couldn't anymore. We stopped in Jacksonville okay. um, at like 2.30 in the morning. And then we got up and left by 7 or like 6.30 the next morning to finish like the other two hours that we needed to get to Orlando. So it was definitely an experience, but it was, I mean, it was the only way we were going to get there. So we made it happen. Oh yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. Oh, for sure. Okay. So (laughs) we have touched on a couple personal things and we still have some other Disney specific park questions we want to ask you. But before we jump into that, just kind of giving a final thought on your business and what you do what is your personal favorite thing about your business I feel like you've touched on that a little bit and then for listeners who this is the first time they're hearing about what you do what is a message that you want to make sure that they hear about small shops and and specifically foster the magic co so my favorite thing um there's two favorite things um i love the creative outlet that it gives me um so i have met some of my greatest friends and probably lifelong friends through like like y'all y'all are amazing (laughs) i have met the most amazing people because of the small shop and being part of the disney community and that is something that i would love for everyone to understand and to know that the small shops, 
we we just want to connect and we want to make sure that you're having the best experience that you possibly can so that means us putting in so much heart and love and all of our passion into every single product um we hand make again every single year is is made it's 30 45 minutes of time from me that i sit here and i dedicate to the specific product for you to take for your magical vacation and i get to give you that little bit of extra magic to make your day even brighter and that's all a small shop really wants to do is to make that personal connection i look at every single name on every single order and i write a little note and i say thank you so much because sarah jane elizabeth whoever you are like you have made my day because i have been able to be part of your magical moment oh, that's, that's so sweet my heart has all the warm fuzzies i Please don't make me cry. that's amazing no i am I commend you on what you do. I think that that's awesome. Yeah. Court and I feel so similarly, and all we really want to do is connect. We want to find um, and reach people who love mm-hmm. the Disney company as much as we do. It's it's done a lot for us and bringing us joy. And yeah. um, whether it be park related, movie related, we just love we love Disney. We are those Disney freaks, and we completely <laughs> own it and we love it. Yeah, and so finding and connecting with people like you to be able to say, hey, you know, this podcast isn't necessarily a a business like yours is, Mm -hmm. but it's something that we hope grows and flourishes just like your business as well. And so connecting, like you said, you're a real person. What you do isn't just posts on Instagram and people receiving something in the mail. You, you know, handcraft every product that goes out and um, I think it's really awesome what you do and that the passion behind what you do is your motivation it's not the dollar that comes in or anything else it's giving somebody something unique and and increasing the magic of their Disney trip that's that's incredible thank you (laughs) this this moment right here is like this warm fuzzy feeling of being able to talk about the things that I love you also love and we're we're connecting on a special level that's that's what it's about absolutely totally agree oh that's like my heart just feels so full right now i'm just so excited that we get to be here with you having this conversation and also educating people on what it means to have a small shop and also to support your business too because we hope that this episode drive sales for you because you are out here making these ears and it's so beautiful to see your heart and your story behind it as well so we are really excited to just be a part of of your journey and your story of building this business as well um okay you wanted to ask some fun park questions yeah we've got some fun park questions everybody's always interested on like we're learning about you and your business but really people also just want to know all of the like your Disney opinion oh, on yeah. certain things. So. Oh yeah, like the, the good, the bad, the ugly. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Favorite ride in the parks? Haunted Mansion, hands down. Oh, she was I like, she didn't hesitate. She was like, I got this. <laughs> Haunted Mansion. Okay. It. Why? Why is it your favorite ride? It's it's so nostalgic, and I I'm a Halloween lover. Like I love all things Halloween, but it's not just. <laughs> That's awesome. Fun. Do you want to tell your favorite ride? Uh-oh. While we're at this, we can on the go round, round, round table. Yes. I know. Favorite ride. Come on. You know what it is. I know what it is. What do you think it is? It's Slinky Dog. Okay. Well, that's my favorite thrill ride for sure. If I had to like choose, I do love Slinky Dog. Um, you, are, you love to use some Slinky Dog. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really like Slinky Dog. Okay. Point taken. <laughs> I I also feel like I'm a big Soren fan. Oh yeah, you are. Um, yes. it's just like very relaxing to me. I could ride it any time of day. Slinky Dog, like maybe after I've eaten a big meal, I couldn't go on it. Soren, I could have like a full, you know, 
four course meal and be able to ride <laughs> like, it after and still uh, be happy. Right. Yeah. So, that soundtrack will just like put you in a trance. It's amazing. I think that's like half of it is mm-hmm. the music. I just love I'm a music person, so just hearing that sound just kind of puts me at ease. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Court, you're up. No, you got to guess mine now. Big Thunder. Okay, you're right. <laughs> Am I that easy to figure out? Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, I could die on that ride. Just leave me there forever. I love Big Thunder. <laughs> I, yeah. It's a good one. I just, I, it took me a while to really like big roller coasters. My boyfriend is big into like thrill rides and we went to Cedar Point this summer, which is where there's some of the biggest roller coasters in the world. And I had to take some Dramamine. I had to like really build up my confidence for that because big roller coasters are really scary and I'm, I'm getting used to them more, but like Big Thunder Mountain is that sweet spot where you get just enough thrill, but you're not like overwhelmed and you can ride it over and over and over again and like, you're not getting sick. Yeah. Like Everest, my max is I can't do it more than four times in a row. If I do it more than four times in a row, I'm like done. Everest after a while, like, all right, we need to stop. Yeah, yeah. It just gets to your head, but like, I've never felt that way. I can get on it over and over and over and over and over again. I'm just like, woohoo, wildest ride in the wilderness. I'm just so excited (laughs) the whole time. So, and I'm the body slammer. I'm like, when we're in Big Thunder, I'm like, slam my body into you. We're sliding back and forth. I just, I think it's such a fun ride. I'm always laughing on it. So, yeah, that's mine. Yeah, that's a good one. About the, the last row of Big Thunder, if you have a kidney stone to write it. Yes, um, I have it seen works, that. By the way, I found that out personally. Oh my gosh! No way. You're like, I'm gonna have a kidney stone. Excuse me, we need to book a trip to Disney just to ride Big Thunder. <laughs> um, if I ever get a kidney stone, that is my excuse. No, that we had, there was one in there, and we went in October for the 50th. We rode it in the back row like two or three times in a row. I came home and I was at the hospital like within a week. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so if anybody has a kidney stone they need to get rid of, go right All right. Oh my goodness. Medical advice. You medical heard it advice here first. from the medical professional, everybody. <laughs> if you have a kidney stone, book a Disney trip. <laughs> that's our that's our sound advice there. Okay. Favorite park snack. It could be it could be a it could be a special edition like festival food or it can be a an item that's always there in the parks. Okay, um, I'll do both because I am very serious about my snacks and I have a lot of opinions about Disney snacks because it can be very, very good or it could be the worst thing you ever try. Um, <laughs> That's so accurate, honestly. <laughs> so if you're good at like an everyday park snack, like without fail, a Rice Krispie Treat. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get a Mickey Rice Krispie treat. And it's gonna make me happy. Is it like one of the ones that's coated with chocolate M and M's, or like just plain Rice Krispie? If you're feeling adventurous, coated with M and M's all okay. the way. It gives you the extra crunch. Okay. Ooh, but okay. like, if, you, if you're not, then you can be happy with the regular one, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but uh, let's see. My not regular every day would probably be the recent spaceship earth salted caramel cookie mm. from festival holidays i've heard good um, things that was amazing uh, i wish i would have brought tupperware with me and i would have just bought everything they had oh it was so good <laughs> that's amazing man it's like two sugar cookies with the salted caramel stuff in the middle right yeah, and I think the bottom cookie might be, don't quote me, but it might be chocolate. Oh. There was a, like, a caramel chocolate taste to it, and okay. it was so good. Like, it was soft and chewy. Like, if you're going anytime soon, go get it. Oh. All right, it's on the list. That sounds good. What about you, Kate? What's your fave uh, park snack? Um, My go-to, like, every time I'm there probably mickey waffles i am a big waffle like breakfast lover um i also can't go wrong with a joffrey's donut oh gosh yeah so i have a sweet tooth problem it's really me. bad so but hard. yeah mickey waffles or joffrey's donut is like when i'm there i'm hoping that i get it every time i go 
Um, I am a big flower and garden fan. It's probably my personal favorite festival. And they have a key lime tart that Mm. I think is to die for. And I do love violet lemonade. Oh, yeah. You you can never go wrong with the violet lemonade. It's very, I mean, some people have their thoughts and feelings about it, but I'm a big fan. But I don't care because this is mine. Especially because of the quarantine last year. Like, we were like, we didn't have flower and garden, so we were making it at home, and it was so good. It's funny. (laughs) This is a side story. A good friend of mine is, um, she lives in Spain, and she's an artist, and she came back to the States for a little bit, and we did an art show for her, um, and... I made like as one of the little we had like hors d'oeuvres and drinks and one of the drinks I made was violet lemonade and everyone was like what is this and I was like secret recipe don't worry <laughs> it is nothing don't worry <laughs> oh my gosh I don't think I, I don't think I've had violet lemonade before well we can make it adding it to the list it. of things I need to yeah. try slash. you're going in May yeah I'm going during flower and garden yeah you'll get you it are. you'll get it okay I'll get it, apparently, according to Kate. So Yeah, you'll get it. going to make sure it happens. So Absolutely. So, okay, I'm but... going to make sure that you get it. If we're there at the same time in May, oh. I, I will hand it to you directly. Great. Yes. This is perfect. We're already collaborating. I love it. Okay, mine. Okay, let me think. I should have had this answer on the spot. Okay, well, okay. I always have to have the Mickey's Premium Ice Cream Bar. That is, like, if I can have one every day of my trip... That's great. Like, I've done that before. Every day, I'm like, if I don't eat anything else today, I'm eating an ice cream bar. That or the bacon mac and cheese hot dog from Casey's Corner. But they don't mm. really, I don't think they have those right now. They, I think they might be over at Fryer's Nook. But the bacon mac and cheese hot dog is chef's kiss. Okay. So, so good. I like it. We had a wide variety. Add addendum to a resort snack. Ooh. Okay, you got it. Go for it. So, Riviera. And if you follow me, you know that's that's my favorite resort. And we go there, even if we're not staying there, we go there every morning. And their Riviera blend Joffrey's coffee, pair it with a the cinnamon rolls that they have, perfect. It's a great start to your day. I'm in. Say no more. You like their peanut butter cold? No, that's there? Gideon's. That's Gideon's. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's a go, type of coffee you like from Riviera, isn't there? Yeah. I go there for coffee all the time. I get like a caramel macchiato or whatever is on their menu, but I love Le Petit Cafe. It's so good. It's the best. Yeah. It's a library. <laughs> mm. and just enjoy your patience. Yep. Mm. Sorry, no. A big vibe. A big vibe. Oh, we love that. Okay. So now we're going to do some like rapid fire Disney this or that, where we're going to give basically two different Disney items, things, whatever you want to call it. And we're all going to answer what our pick would be out of the two. So we have not shared these uh, this or that's with Courtney. So she has no idea what these are, which is so fun. Um, So why don't you start off with our first one? Okay. Ready? No thinking. Just whatever comes to your brain. Oh, Lord. Okay. Space Mountain or Big Thunder Mountain? Big Thunder. Uh, <laughs> I'm really bad at this. I don't know. I think I'm on the spot. Come on. I think I'm probably space. Okay. Yes. Okay. Space. Okay. All right. Epcot or Hollywood Studios? Epcot. Hollywood Studios. Epcot. Ooh. You, you guys like your snacks. That makes yeah. sense. You like your festivals. Yeah. I like the rides more. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Beach Club or Yacht Club? Beach. 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 Even though I'm staying at Yacht Club on my next trip, but beach. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Beach Club, like, you have beaches and cream, which is, like, that's so fun then, so. If we're talking about which one, they're fairly similar, but Beach Club is inevitably closer to Epcot, so I think that is a winner. But also the, like, theming and the restaurants and everything inside of it are just a little bit more fun. Yes, they are. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Next one. We kind of already covered this one. Drive or fly? Fly. Sure. Say drive? Yes. Okay. I'm 50-50. I probably prefer flying for the convenience, but I've made a lot of really good memories on those car rides. Yeah. I love flying. Colt is um, very much afraid of heights. Uh, the Jacksonville Bridge, when we drive, it's it's not for him. Um, <laughs> so we choose to drive, but it's honestly so much fun. 
like just little, you got your Disney playlist going and you get to play card games and whatnot and you just have chats. It's great. Yeah, I I agree. It's a it depends on if it's like a quick weekend trip, it's a lot. If it's yeah. if you're there for a good amount of time, driving's not so bad. Yeah. I did my first ever drive to Disney in October. Every other time I've been to Disney before that I've flown. So I was like, oh gosh, here we go. It wasn't that bad, I will say it, but I but I'm more like maximize your time. And so get there as quick as you can, spend as much time as there as po- as you can as possible. But the only downside is when you when you do fly, well, when you know Magical Express is going away. But with the Magical Express, that actually does end up taking up a lot of chunk of time of your day because you ha- they take kind of a while to get you there, and when you're coming back, you have to leave so early too. So there are times where I feel like I almost would, I would still probably spend more time driving, but it, it would be almost comparable to flying because of all the Magical Express times that are um, incorporated in there. But now they're taking that away, so who knows what that kind of looks like in regards to times. But okay, next one. Ooh, I like this one. All-star movies or all-star music? Mm. Movies. Movies. To be honest, I've never been to either of them, but probably movies. You haven't? No. Oh. They're cute. Yeah. Very cute. I feel like all-star movies, all-star movies makes me think of just like a cheaper art of animation. Because you still get that like... Art of Animation is obviously very yeah. themed. Each movie is each kind of section. It's the same way as all-star movies, but it's not as intricate as Art of Animation is. So I like that you can save a little money and still be in a value resort and be at movies. Fair. Yeah. So I have not stayed at music, though. No. So I, but music also makes me think of Pop Century because Pop Century has a lot of musical elements in their resort right. as well because they're decades so i mean it feels more disney when you have the movies around you mm-hmm. yeah for yes. sure so that. if you're going for like the disney aesthetic yeah. then that's it for mm-hmm. you art yeah. of animation movies mm-hmm. yeah right. if you don't care about that then you can stay otherwise oh yeah. yeah okay go okay monorail or skyliner skyliner no, Sky, Monorail. Skyliner. Skyliner. Skyliner, probably. Yeah. I wish the Skyliner went to all four parks. If the Skyliner went to all four parks, then like that would be like a solid win for me. I'm just a really big fan of Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. <laughs> I just want to hear that every time. So, so what if they had that? They're so cute. In this... Sorry, what did you say? The Skyliner uh, little monologues they do. They're yeah. So cute. Yeah, yeah, they, they are, cute. are really cute. They are cute. What if they just like switched the the language and when you got on the Skyliner, they did the monorail? It probably could just say yeah. the same thing. I just hope that it's the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if they threw that in there, I would definitely. Understandable. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Okay. Lightning Lane or Fast Pass? This is very new. So. Fast Pass all day, every day. I would have Fast to agree. Pass. I would have to agree. Okay, one more, this or that. Flower and garden or food and wine? Oh. I already said mine on flower and garden. Food and wine. Flower and garden. Really? Yeah. I thought you were a big food and you wine You really girl. thought I was going to... Okay, well, I, that, that, this one, when I made this, this or that, I was like, this is really hard for me. Because I do love both of them, but I think what wins for me is that with flower and garden, you do get that good like food booth option but you also get the beautiful topiaries and i'm like you just can't i don't know i think that kind of tops it for me i am a big like i love citrus i love the flavors of flower and garden they're light fruity and i feel like food and wine is just like heavier foods and heavier Mm. flavors yeah so i think that's my my reasoning for not just the the topiaries, the scavenger hunts, all that stuff that's included in flower and garden, but the flavors that are more prevalent at the festival, I'm I'm a bigger fan of. Yeah. Oh yeah. The food and wine, they always have the best ciders, and that's that's one of our things. Is we love ciders. The last food and wine wasn't that great though, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but the food, the food's just so good. But I do understand flower and garden is probably our really really close second yeah do you have any thoughts on uh festival of the arts yes so we i through our entire house we have festival of the arts artwork okay so that's 
our, oh. our favorite to go together because we go we pick out artwork for the house oh that's fun so I like, love that. each one we can be like oh well we got that on that trip or whatever so that's my favorite part of that I don't really think of like the special foods and whatnot that they have for that one it's that I get to meet the artists mm-hmm. and we have a couple of them signed because we actually get to sit there and chat with them for a hot minute but I think that's the special reason for that one why I like that one so much I would agree I think I I think Festival of the Arts has some of the most fun things to do in Epcot, but it probably has my least favorite food. Yeah. Uh, yeah, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Well, this was so much fun. I'm so glad we got to interview you and just hang out and chat about things, all things Disney. I just think it's so fun when we get to connect with other people in the Disney community and grow the community and just help others. So I'm just really excited, Courtney, that you were able to be with us today. And thank you so much for doing this interview. It was so much oh, fun. Thank you. Like, I feel, I feel so special right now. Oh, like, I literally, I still feel special. You <laughs> should feel amazing. special. Yes, you are very special. You are special, um, guys. If you are listening to this, we just ask that you give Courtney a follow on Instagram. You can find her on Instagram at Foster the Magic Co. I know she would love your support. Check her out on Instagram. I know that all of her business information is linked there. If you'd like to buy a new pair of ears for your next Disney trip definitely check out her business her and colt work so so hard to um just add a little bit of magic to your trip yeah what are you doing go over there right now go there right now hit follow go to the site Pause the podcast get some ears (laughs) stop thinking about it just do it Small shop shout out. Back again. Back at it again with another small shop shout out. Um, today we're actually going to let Courtney pick our small small shop for the week because she has so many Disney friends that she's connected to in their small businesses. So Courtney, what is your pick for the small shop shout out this week? My pick is no surprise here. My good friend Carrie over at Third Wish Designs. And I will shout her name from the rooftops every chance I get because not only does she make the cutest Disney music mashup shirts, she's just an amazing human, period. Like the sweetest person you can go to her if you have anything you want to chat about. Like she will boost you in the best way possible, but she also makes the most killer Taylor Swift Disney shirts. So if you're looking for a good Taylor Swift music mashup Disney shirt for your next trip, that's your girl right there. She also does regular shirts. I have a Taylor Swift design on right now. Oh my goodness. I have to go to her shop like right now and buy something. That's like my two favorite things, Taylor Swift and Disney. So yeah. yeah. What am I doing? Look, we just like, we were connected on so many levels. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. What is her Instagram? She's a big Taylor Swift fan too. (laughs) That's great to know. Uh, What is her Instagram handle? Third Wish Designs. Third Wish Designs. Definitely check them out on Instagram. All right, guys, Disney Etiquette 101. We love this segment. We are trying to help everybody enjoy their Disney trip by being a respectful guest and not doing things that might aggravate other people Mm -hmm. and covering some unspoken rules of being a guest at a Disney park. So again, Court is our guest. We're going to let her take the reins here. Courtney, what is your top pick for Disney Etiquette 101, an unspoken rule that people need to know? Be nice to cast members. Oh, yeah. That is the golden rule. The golden rule. That is the rule. That is the golden rule, number one. I think we all need to, like, sign a document saying that we're going to be nice to cast members before we get there because they are just there to help you and create magic and make sure you're having a special day. They don't control the app. They don't control Mm. if the ride breaks down. Like, they, they have no control if there's no reservations. Like, they're just there to help make sure your day is special. Don't be mean to cast members. (laughs) 
Amen. Amen. Yeah, singing from the rooftops. I think it's so comical sometimes when guests will respond and like the cast member is not an engineer the cast member did not create the app the cast member did not cause the rain so you know (laughs) there are so many times where i've just seen people be unnecessarily rude um to these people who work so hard they spend their time working in the place Mm -hmm. that you're vacationing so you can have a good day so i 100 percent agree with you on that be kind to your cast members. They are the reason why your trip is often so magical. So yes. they deserve the same kindness and respect that they're trying to pour out. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, next week we are going to jump into some really fun Christmas content. Um, next week is Christmas, so we are very excited for that. Our next episode will come out on December 26th. So when you are getting ready to, I guess, digest all that Christmas food and hang out with all your family and just enjoy your Christmas gifts, go ahead turn on the the castle chat we'll have a little disney christmas episode for you we are really excited about this one because kate what are we doing on our episode next week well just when you thought all your gifts were already open we are going to give you the gift of build your own so our episode next week is going to be build your own dot 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 disney specifically christmas event (laughs) So, Court and I got creative. Oh my gosh. We decided to come up with a Disney event that happens around Christmas time that would be amazing if Disney could create this. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity event. We can't wait for you guys to hear it's what like we came up with. All of our hopes and dreams into one thing. Yeah. It's so exciting. <laughs> Say no more. Say no, Say no more. more. Say no more. Next week, we're super excited. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to all of you. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you can find us at The Castle Chat. You can also send us an email at thecastlechat at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. We also love your reviews. If you are listening on a listening platform, we ask that if you have some time, please drop us a review so we can hear what you love about The Castle Chat anything feedback we'd love to hear it all definitely reach out to us that way as well yeah that could be your christmas gift to us i'm just gonna go ahead and put that out there oh yeah for sure well we'll leave you what we always leave you with which is there is a great big beautiful tomorrow out there waiting for you go make it magical see you real soon bye guys bye